Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 2146. Be prepared to be inspired. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, inspiring automotive enthusiasts, and welcome to Cars Yeah. Today I'm in beautiful Laguna Niguel with a very special guest by the name of Judy Keene. Judy, welcome to Cars Yeah. Do you have it in gear, and are you ready to release the clutch? So ready, Mark Green. Thank you for the opportunity of joining you on Cars Yeah podcast. I'm looking forward to the next 30, 40 minutes. We're going to have some fun here, and you're a lady who knows her way around the racing industry, and I'm excited to share what you do with my listeners, but first I'm going to ask you what I ask all my guests. Share one little thing that most people don't know about you. Well, let's see. I'm an amateur historian. Anything from General Grant and all the presidents before him, and also the building of the White House. I could give you a tour of the White House, tell you what occurred in each room, and um, it's just a little secret of myself that I'm constantly studying. Wow, that's fascinating. I'm not sure if I want to know what happened in every room in the White House, but I will ask you this. Who's your favorite president when you look back in the past? Well, current, probably Ronald Reagan. Past, it's got to be Lincoln. Abraham Lincoln, what a fascinating uh, man and family and dilemma that he lived through. Fascinating. I mean, incredible person. And of course, he has a bedroom in the White House named after him. Are there any other bedrooms in the White House named after past presidents? None, none. But the Lincoln bedroom was actually his office during his term. And what's so fascinating that people don't really know is that he only had five days of his entire presidency where he wasn't living under the Civil War. Only five days. Wow. And that's kind of amazing to think about that. It is amazing. Wow. Well, quite quite a legacy, quite a man, and quite an important part of our history. So that's fascinating. Very good. Well, let me give you a proper introduction. Judy Keene is a partner at ePartrade, the innovative new way to connect manufacturers and buyers in the global performance and racing marketplace. She has more than two decades of hardcore racing business experience and is mastered the art of guiding new companies, new products, and new technology into the distribution pipeline of the performance and racing industry. As senior sales and marketing director and top sales producer, she handled the largest contingency of companies doing business with performance racing industry, Judy is a champion of the racing market who stays constantly attuned to the pulse of the industry. And she's traveled around the country to grassroots, dirt tracks, drag strips, and garages of IndyCar and NASCAR, and pretty much everywhere in between. We'll be back in just a moment, but first a word from our valued sponsor. So give them a little love, and we'll be right back. My friends at Covercraft offer you 10 different options. That's right, 10 for your vehicle's protection. You can choose from WeatherShield HP, HD, Sunbrella, Ultratect, Reflect, FormFit, Custom View Shield, and their newest five-layer all-climate cover, three-layer moderate climate cover, and a five-layer indoor option. You have all sorts of ways to protect your car. All of these are custom-tailored by Covercraft's 
talented craftspeople. It's the form and fit with the quality to attention to detail that's been their standard since 1965. Surface protection is the best way to preserve the investment you've made in your vehicles. It's what I do. Covercraft protects cars, trucks, motorcycles, RVs, trailers, and watercraft too. I have a Covercraft cover for every one of my vehicles, and I've got a deal for you. If you use the code YEAH21, Y-E-A-H-21, at Covercraft.com, they'll give you 10% off your order, plus you get free shipping. That's right, 10% off and free shipping. Just use the code YEAH21 at checkout. Covercraft, protecting the things that move you. Your go-to for collector car insurance should be American Collectors Insurance. But did you know they also insure more than just your vehicles? Your valuable collections of automobilia and other collectibles. If you're like me, you've invested in a lot of cool collectibles over the years. Those items are valuable. And if you were to lose them in a theft or a fire, well, try to get your normal homeowner's insurance to pay you what they're worth. Good luck with that. American Collectors Insurance provides you with assurance and confidence that your collectibles are fully covered. They insure a lot of items, including automobilia, wine, baseball cards, books, figurines, die-cast models, model trains, glassware, sports memorabilia, toys, and a whole lot more. American Collectors Insurance, they've been protecting us enthusiasts since 1976. They provide you with an agreed value insurance policy backed by a long history of taking care of their clients. Give them a call today for your personal agreed value quote at 866-ACI-YEAH. That's 866-224-9324. Tell them you're a friend of mine, Mark Green's here at Cars Yeah. American Collectors Insurance. Classic car insurance designed by collectors for collectors. Automotive enthusiasts just like you and me. That's American Collectors Insurance. Jim Canova is a past guest here on Cars Yeah, and he's detailed over 8,000 vehicles. And that kind of professional experience leads to innovation. He was tired of uncomfortable stools and creepers and being down on his knees when detailing cars. So as a result, Jim thought, you know what, there must be a better way. And he invented the Bumby Seat. His unique design gets you off your knees and your bum onto a far more comfortable seating position for all your low-level automotive detailing. The Bumby Seat, with its patented full-flat design, allows you to adjust your position to the task at hand. Convenient side trays hold your car care products, tools, cloths, or a tasty beverage. Built for the toughest driveways and garage tests, the Bumby Seat has wheels that roll easily over almost any surface, and it makes a great around-the-home adjustable stool for hobbies, yard work, or take it to the car show. The full-flat design makes storage a breeze. Jim has launched an Indiegogo fundraiser, and you can get in on the start of what's sure to be an industry favorite. Go to Indiegogo.com and type in Bumby Seat, that's B-U-M-B-E-E Seat, to be one of the first in line to start improving your automotive detailing experience today. That's Bumby Seat on the Indiegogo.com website. And when you're on the Indiegogo website, look for the Cars Yeah Special discounts. Jim's put a couple in there just for you listeners. Judy, we're back. So as a lady who's been in the performance industry for so long, we're going to dive a little deeper into the corner, as I like to say, because that's something you know about. I think you know your way around a racetrack. Let's talk about this interesting career you found yourself in. Before we dig deeper into e-par trade, how'd you get into this industry? 
Well, I've got to say it was a fluke and the joke is kind of on me because I really wasn't interested in car racing at all. And I connected with Steve Lewis, the founder of PRI, the Performance Racing Industry Trade Show. And I go, okay, this is an interesting world. And I'm very lucky and fortunate to have connected with him because I learned from a master. I'm a market maker, just like Steve Lewis is. He pretty much developed the PRI trade show that's at the end of the year. And my partner and I, we learn this industry. We, we understand this industry through Steve Lewis's eyes. It's all about the small manufacturers. And all we did was put the concept onto a live business-to-business platform. You know, it's fascinating. And the fact that you weren't really into the industry, but you got, if I put words in your mouth, you got very excited about it. And now you're knee deep, neck deep, over your head deep, not in a bad way. But I mean, this seems like an industry you really love. Love it and know it inside out because I just really listen to Steve Lewis. I listen to all my customers and that's really what you have to do in any industry, I believe. Well, one of the things that I know about you and our our mutual friend, Doug Stokes, is the one. And thank you, Doug, for introducing me to Judy. Doug brings some very interesting people uh, to the microphone here on Cars. Yeah, he said, you've got to talk to Judy because she's the consummate marketer. She knows the industry. She seems to know everybody. As you dug deeper into this, this EPAR trade business came to be. So tell me more about what it is, what you guys do there. You've got a great team and why why you got into this in the way you did through ePartrade. Well, ePartrade means something. It's electronic performance and racing trade. And, you know, a manufacturer supplier might exhibit three days at PRI and then maybe even four days over in Vegas at the SEMA show. That's only seven days out of the year. So what about the other 50 weeks of the year? So we created this live business-to-business platform that's ever-changing. It's 24-7 all year long, where those high-volume pre-qualified buyers could connect with suppliers. So it's just a new concept for our industry. We've been live for four years now, and it's working. We're not a motor state or jags. You don't buy and sell on our platform. We literally make a connection between a buyer and supplier, and they do their business off the platform. And that's why we call it similar to a trade show experience, because people will walk out of a convention center with a stack full of business cards or pre-scanned leads, and they follow up with them after. Same concept on this live platform. Where were you back when I was attending these shows? You know, for 20, well, I've been to, I think of the SEMA show like 30 times and PRI, I've been there many, many times. And back when I was importing and selling products through Griot's Garage, which I was a part of for 20 plus years, you're right. You'd go to these shows and then you'd interact with these companies for the rest of the year, but you've always were trying to find new ones. And there was never any a way, a way for any of these companies to to find each other. And we were always buying and importing products. I would go to other shows overseas and so forth. I wish you were around back then. Well, thank you, Mark. We have 31,000, over 31,000 racing businesses now um, listed on the platform. But you're going to see the brands like Scat and Miller and Sun and ARP, all these brands you know already. But what I'm so proud of is that we have so many brand new companies launching their businesses with us before they go to the steps of exhibiting for those three or four days. So this is a great resourcing tool, just like you said. 
Did you guys know COVID was coming? Because you planned this pretty darn well. And I don't mean to make light of COVID but and joke about that. But I mean, perfect timing because, of course, COVID disrupted everything and the gathering of people and going to these trade shows. But work had to continue. And it's really altered the way people do business now. People do all these Zoom meetings. They feel like they don't have to travel as much. It's opened up the world to all sorts of other opportunities. It's like you guys knew what was coming and you launched right at the right time. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? I mean, geez, who would have known, right? But we were launched one year prior to COVID. But boy, when COVID happened, we shot up our users like 740%. It was crazy. And pre-COVID, I would have to help people get on Zoom, you know, uh, prior to our little Zoom walkthroughs that I give. But now everybody knows how to Zoom. So it's an amazing world how it's transitioned. And um, it's just a new way of doing business. And I'm, I'm so glad that so many of our industry suppliers trust us that we know what we're doing and we're here to just help them do business in a new way. Well, you said it in a really great way at the beginning that all the other weeks of the year, we're still doing business. And this has opened up a a funnel to all these different companies uh, to connect and work together. It's really a wonderful business platform. And that's why now, you know, now I know why Doug wanted us to connect because it makes so much sense. And for someone like me who went to trade shows all over the world, they are very disruptive in a way to business. And that may I think you're going to agree with me. It may sound funny, but you got to plan for these trips. You're gone for a whole week. Work still continues while you're gone and you come back and you play catch up. You're right. I used to bring back these giant stacks of business cards from these events and then follow up and explain to the people in my company, okay, this is who I met with. This is what we want to buy. Now you can kind of skip all that. And I don't mean to diminish trade shows at all. They're a great way to connect, but you don't have all those challenges. Exactly. We're, we see ourselves simply as a supplement to trade shows. Face-to-face is still so important, but it's only a few days out of the year. So uh, we really have been making a lot of connections. A lot of my, like I have a lubricant company that um, connected with a IndyCar team and they've had a Google meeting and they're probably going to start doing business. I know we have the right audience on this platform and it's working. What's the favorite thing for you about your career? What feeds me is that I'm helping companies grow their business. And I've worked so hard in these last two plus decades, working hard, which it's an industry I love. But what really feeds me is I'm helping companies grow their business. And that feeds my heart. Well, there's nothing better. I mean, that's a, that's a pretty nice way to go through life is helping other people be successful. You know, I like to ask people about what I call driving inspirations, mentors, influencers. You mentioned one at the beginning of the show. Would that be a key person who was integral in where you find yourself today? Absolutely. I would not know racing or the industry if it wasn't for Steve Lewis. We had great meetings uh, for 15 years before he sold PRI to SEMA. And I really learned from grassroots up to the F1 uh, racing. So I could not learn this industry from anyone better. And we really think about the small entrepreneurial businesses. That's where it all starts. 
you know, I've been to so many of these trade shows and you walk through halls and aisles, miles and miles of them, and you meet these people that you would have never found. And I'm really happy that you you guys are doing what you're doing because you're making this available to even people that maybe can't afford to go and exhibit at a trade show, but they've got a great product and they're just starting out. Do you have a fair number of folks like that that can't afford to go to a trade show, but they, they need to get their products out there? Absolutely. And you know, the days of launching product at the end of the year, those days are over. People are launching products all year long. And we're really useful for those companies, like you said, that are launching their business, their absolute brand new business in the month month of March. So it's a great way to either if you sell direct like a machine or if you're looking for dealers and distributors, it's a great way to get out there and begin before you do exhibit. Yeah, it's just tremendous. Your guys are a bit of a disruptor, but I love disruptors in the field and opening opportunities is really what this is all about. Uh, we're going to take a short break. We come back. I want to talk about a challenge. I love the challenge question. Pushes people a little bit, but we're going to have fun with it, no doubt. So we'll be right back. Sit tight. You listeners know I've been into car care my entire life. I am so excited to team up with AutoGeek in 2022. AutoGeek.net has been a leading source of auto detailing products, accessories, and expert knowledge for more than 20 years. What started in 1997 as a mail order catalog company has grown into a multi-website based e-commerce store that they are today. With a large online presence on its own website featuring close to 100 different brands, AutoGeek has grown to be the largest car care retailer in the country. AutoGeek's wholesale program serves accounts in over 30 countries and its retail sector ships worldwide. Go to AutoGeek.net for the best product selection on the internet today and their stellar technical support. AutoGeek.net. It's where I go for all my detailing needs. That's AutoGeek.net. Linkage. It's a new quarterly publication and website that covers the automotive market, driving, restoring, collecting, and discovering your passion for motor vehicles. Linkage is about experiences, opinions, and values. Linkage is an actual, informed, reasoned opinion based on first-hand experiences. A talented Linkage team covers the automotive world, the people who share your passion and mine, smart, considered, rational, and experienced opinions, ones you can learn from and grow. That includes our passion that drives auctions and the collector car market. So come with me and join us on this journey. And be sure to use the code CARSYEAH when you subscribe and they'll give you $10 off. Boom! Linkage, geared for the automotive life. Subscribe today at LinkageMag.com. If you're listening to this program, there's a pretty good chance you believe what I believe that the collector vehicles we love are more than just a means of getting from one place to the other. They're a part of our culture, our identity, and as a people, they bring us together at vintage races, classic car auctions, and thousand-mile rallies. That's why I support the RPM Foundation, which exists to ensure that the critical skills necessary to preserve and restore these important vehicles aren't lost to time. RPM stands for Restoration, Preservation, and Mentorship. And their goal is to inspire the next generation of vehicle restoration professionals through its outreach programs. And they include Shop Hop, Off to the Races, the RPM Future Class, 
and many others. These programs engage talented young people across the country and connect them with mentors and a variety of opportunities in the industry. For more information on how the RPM Foundation is driving the future of collector vehicles skill trade, visit rpm.foundation today. So Judy, the big challenge question, this is really more about what that lesson learned from a failure, a challenge, an obstacle that kind of got in your way. You guys are doing something very new and unique. Uh, So maybe that ties into this, or maybe there's something else you want to talk about, but it's really about the value and the lesson learned so you can move forward in a positive way. So take us on a bit of a rough ride, would you? Certainly. Well, you know, you you say failures, and I don't know if I'm going to go with that one, but I'm going to say obstacles. I just know for me, when I started at PRI 24, 25 years ago, the obstacle was learning this industry and engines and um, how the industry connected. So I can't say that we're doing anything different. All I'm doing is the same reaching out and connecting people, but it's just online at this time. And so I'm grateful that I'm helping the industry move into a new direction because there's a clear cut. There are people that just don't want to change their ways and you got to respect that and honor that. But boy, to do business in a new affordable way where you're not closing down your shop or spending six, seven, eight thousand dollars to exhibit. I mean, it's just a new way of doing business all around. You know, it's an important point and a nice little golden nugget you dropped for us here is being willing to accept change, see change, embrace change. And the way things are moving today, it's so fast. And people, I encounter this with my podcast. I have people on and I use Skype and it's a challenge sometimes for people. Now with Zoom and all these others, people are becoming more accepting of it. But In the business world, boy, if you don't adapt and change, uh, you're going to be dead in the water. So uh, I I see where that's a challenge. As you were coming into this industry and you said earlier you weren't really into cars and racing, how did you challenge yourself to overcome these obstacles of learning an entirely new industry to build a career around? Because obviously it worked for you because you've been around for a while. It was really just listening, listening, studying, reading, listening to my customers, listening to Steve Lewis. And over time, it just gets embedded in you, right? When you think about companies, you know, some are forward thinking and and some are not. Do you have some ideas or thoughts for us around that? Maybe why some are, why some are not, or the ups and downs of that or the pros and cons? Well, it's, it's funny you ask that because... This is what I see. We have now produced over 230 tech webinars, and it is clear-cut. I have a lot of suppliers on here that are showcasing, just like if they were exhibiting all their new products and regular products, et cetera. Some of these companies wish to do a tech webinar where I've got Jeff Hammond and Brad Gilly as our official host, and then we, for 45 minutes to an hour, we interview them. So some of the companies are not yet ready to step out and do that, but we have others that do. And we have from 100 people to 250 people that register from all around the world. So it really is a who's who, but I don't want anybody to feel pressured into doing too much and stepping into this new world, but I just want our industry to feel comfortable. I'm the perfect person to help them step into this, doing tech webinars and because I've had such long relationships with a lot of our suppliers. 
You know, this is really cool. So you're offering and providing an opportunity for small, medium, large business to create a presentation through your website and your videos to present new ideas so that if I'm looking for a particular product, I can come to your website, I can watch this, get excited, make a connection and start buying product. That's pretty neat. Yeah. And not just that. I mean, if we do a tech webinar for you, I mean, you can't even talk to 100 to 200 people in one day at a show. So we're really connecting you with interested buyers that have interest in your product or service that you offer. You know, this is fabulous. You know what comes to mind? Uh, years ago, I worked in advertising and Tony Robbins, who's a fantastic motivational speaker and incredibly successful man. I landed him as one of our first clients. I was young. I was in my mid twenties and we did marketing for Tony. I followed him through his career and recently because of COVID, he couldn't go out and do these live seminars and he created this massive program where he can, he can reach out through these they did five-day shows. It was a week-long deal. But my point being, it's like what you're doing. He realized, I don't have to go to a venue, even a big stadium, and talk to a 1,000 people. I can talk to a million people in one day through this venue, which is what you guys are doing. You're right. If you have five salesmen in your booth uh, at a, a show, they can only talk to so many people a day. Five days, I mean, you could tap that faster in one hour than anybody could in a whole week. It's fabulous. It's a new world. Well said. Do you think that the trade show world will diminish because of what's happened? Not just particularly you guys, but just what's happened in the world. People will start to realize, I have another way now to reach many more people in a much more economical, and you can you can create a show if you if you will, like with these videos you're doing. Do you see this? I won't say hurting the trade show industry, but changing it or forcing them to have to change it as well. I just think it's evolving, really. I mean, face to face is still so important, but I still talk to people that are not wanting to go to trade shows because of COVID. You know, yeah. and people are more open to doing business in a new way. So it's just the, an evolving world. If you think of a business, I remember Nike went through this with the big trade shows they would attend. One year, they decided not to go. I think it was the magic show. And everybody in the industry said, Nike's not going? What? Well, they just made an economical decision. They said, you know what? We're not going to spend all this money and go to the show this year. We're going to send out salespeople and tackle specific targets we want to go to. And it really disrupted the magic show, that huge trade show. Out of the SEMA for clothing, I think is what it is. So, uh, yeah, it's just like, I think you said it well. It's just another venue, another way to operate. So, well, it's it's wonderful what you guys are doing. I, I like it. I like the whole idea of it. I want to talk a little bit about you and cars, though, because you've grown into this car world. Now you're embracing it. You're loving it. You're such an integral part of it. Is there a special vehicle in your past that brings up some fond memories? Well... I can't say I really have a special vehicle. I have bought one personal family-owned car from one top NASCAR driver (laughs) sitting in my garage. Really? Which I don't really talk about, but yeah, but it was just an opportunity that came my way. That's a personal drive. What kind of car is that? It's a Porsche Panamera. Oh, 
No. Oh, yeah. I, well, my listeners know I love Porsches. Now, the Panamera was a very interesting car when it came out because it was a little bit of a like, it was almost like when they came out with the 9044s and the 928s back in the day. People looked at it and said, a four-door like sedan family car Porsche. What are they thinking? And the same when the Cayenne came back. But I've driven a parent Panamera. I've driven it on the track. Those are nice cars. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> They look good, and they are full of performance. Yeah, and the new Taycan, uh, the all-electric version, I kind of call it the version of the Panamera. I know they still make the Panameras, uh, are pretty darn cool. In the, I believe it's the wagon version that they do with that, which uh, I showed my wife Jill one time. I said, this would be a cool car for you. And she looked at me, and she goes, wait a minute, what? That's very unique. What's your favorite thing about the Panamera? Probably the performance. I mean, I turn on my engine and it just roars <laughs> and all my neighbors hear it. So yeah. um, I feel guilty, but it's kind of fun at the same time. Yeah. Well, yeah, cool gal. You, I didn't know you drove a Panama. That's very cool. I love it. So I'm going to be your car psychologist today. This is a fun concept. I'm going to crawl into your head a little bit here. Kind of see how you think. If you were reincarnated unintended as a vehicle what would judy keen be but more importantly the why well i definitely think this might be boring to you but i'm i'm a truck girl i would like a truck because i'm very practical <laughs> but i live in the laguna beach area and i don't think i could park a truck so i can't own one out here but i plan on moving cross country shortly and i do plan on uh purchasing a truck Oh, wow. Okay. Well, you know, a lot of people have answered this question with a truck because a truck is practical, but more importantly, trucks get things done. Uh, they provide an opportunity for moving things, moving people. Uh, they just get down to work and get it done. I have a feeling, Judy, you're that kind of a gal, right? Yes. I'm just too practical. I mean, I, it's hard to say when I've got a Panamera in my garage, but I literally don't think with all the crowds and the parking situation in my area that I could drive a truck around here. Yeah. It, I, you know, I go to some parking lots sometimes and trucks are parked. I'm like, how on earth did you park that thing? Uh, they're pretty darn big. Are there some ways that you like to help others and give back? And it's kind of a silly question because what you're doing at EPAR Trade is exactly that. Yes, I really feel like, you know, I went through this uh, 15 years ago. I was working so hard and I go, okay, what's really feeding me? What really feeds me is helping small businesses grow. And, and that is the big take in what I think I, I help companies do. Oh, absolutely. I'll tell you something, Judy. I've been, I've been asked to be keynote speaker at car events and Concor events and things. And a lot of people ask me this question. They say, Mark, what have you learned after speaking with 2,100 plus people? And it's a, become an easy question to answer. I've learned the secret sauce to a happy life. And you just said it is for each of us to find a way to help other people. And when you do that, it makes you feel so good. And if you figure out how to do that in a career, well, Judy, you found the secret sauce to life. But I think you know that. Yeah, you know, all we did was really create a platform. I really have to push the thanks off to all the racing businesses using this platform, both the suppliers showcasing and the buyers using the platform and connecting. So I give the credit to the industry. We're just the marketplace for them. 
Well, I think you're being a little humble because uh, this is no small feat. I like the way you're saying it and the way you're doing it. EPAR trade definitely helps small businesses grow. And, you know, that's what it's all about. Is there a great book that you've read that you'd like to share? Yeah. In fact, I'm going to go back to history, uh, The Last Lincolns by Charles Latchman. And it's, uh, of course, we're talking about Lincoln again, but it's about his descendants and the final descendants. Well, it talks about all the people, but the final descendants really thought it was um, a burden to be related to Abraham Lincoln. So it talks about all the final descendants and who they were and their concept of being related to Abraham Lincoln. So I love that book. I've probably read it three. I'm going to start it my fourth time. Wow. Well, this is really great. You brought a new book here to Cars. Yeah, my listeners know I have a place on my website called Guest Recommended Books. There's over 2,500 books listed there. I've made it very easy for you to click and buy them. No one's recommended this book, so I'm happy to add that to the list. I'll put that on Judy's show notes page. So, Judy, today is kind of a fun thought. I'm going to enable you to have a great time. I'm going to buy any car for you in the world, park it in your garage, You can take it anywhere you'd like, but here's the key. You can take any person you would like, even somebody from the past. Maybe you'd like to go for a ride with Mr. Lincoln. We'll find out. So what does the ultimate drive look like for you? So I'm going to put myself in a truck, and I'm going to be with Abraham Lincoln, and I'm definitely the one that's going to be driving because he has never been in a car before. (laughs) Yeah, no kidding. (laughs) So if you were driving with Abraham Lincoln— In fact, here's an idea. Since you're going to be moving across country here soon, get in a truck and take off for the East Coast, wherever it is you're going with Abraham Lincoln. What's the first thing you'd ask him? Oh, wow. (laughs) I know. That's a tough one. Well, Mark, I'd probably ask Abraham Lincoln, why would you want to be president at this time? Because the Civil War was definitely going to occur. But I'd probably also want to know, what he thought of his descendants, his great-grandchildren, his grandchildren, even though he didn't have a chance to ever meet them face-to-face. But I'd be very curious what type of, uh, how he would view his descendants. And the kind of changes that would occur in the country that would carry forward in such a powerful way. Well, that's, I don't think anybody's picked Abraham Lincoln. I've had some very interesting people chosen for this question, but I think That's the first that he's been chosen. So that'll make for a very fun drive, no doubt. You've taken us on a very fun drive and a nice journey today. And I can't thank you enough for taking time out to to share your story with us and EPAR Trade. Before I let you go, would you share maybe uh, some words of wisdom, inspiration, a success quote, or a mantra for our listeners? I think we're very fortunate to be in the racing and performance industry because there's a lot of heart and soul in this marketplace. Yeah, no doubt. It's very, very cool. I've had so many racers on the show and so many suppliers on the show who work in this industry, and it is an industry of passion, and that's what makes it so fun. How can people learn more about EPAR trade? Well, if you're a racing business, a fabricator, an engine builder, or a some sort of dealer, you are more than welcome to register. Go to uh, www.eparttrade.com. Register with us. We just qualify you to make sure you're a a racing business and then just enjoy the platform. Absolutely. That's E-P-A-R. 
T-R-A-D-E, ePartrade. Check them out. If you're in the business, in the industry, I think you're going to be very, very happy. Again, a big thank you to Doug Stokes. Doug, boy, you're a great guy. You bring me some great people, and Judy is a superstar. So thank you very much for that. Judy, thanks for being so generous today with your time and your expertise and sharing your life in this business. What a fun life you're having. Until you and I talk again, I'll see you maybe down the road with Abraham Lincoln. (laughs) I hope so. And thank you, Mark Green. You're wonderful. And thank you, Doug Stokes and everybody else that is listening. Absolutely. This was fun. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah.